El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a weekly column for a goddamn internet place, and I would use that column to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions, and then I'd come on this show to defend those opinions, but now, nah. Joining me today, he used to co-host this podcast with me. Maybe you've heard of him before. Now, he works at Yahoo Sports and does podcasts there. Because Yahoo, shockingly enough, can afford to pay him more than I can. Ladies and gentlemen, Brett Raider. Also joining me, he is my co-host on Pod the Life, $3 Pod, y'all, Podcast Supernova, a whole bunch of unpops podcasts. He also hosts podcasts of his own called Ghoul School. He's also a really great comic. You should see him tell jokes sometime. Ladies and gentlemen, Andy Sell. It's going to be a great show. <sighs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co-host today, my favorite co-host of all, no co-host. But I do got some familiar guests, names and voices people will recognize. Names such as Brett Raider. Hello. Former co-host of this podcast. Not anymore, baby. Not anymore. Kiss these buns goodbye. Oh, wait, you already did. Moved Years on. ago. Moved on to a job that's taken him to the brink of the Super Bowl. That is true. <laughs> I will be at the brink of the Super Bowl this year. All week. And then flying yeah, fly home before the on, game. Fly back on Saturday. So the brink. Take me up to the up to the game and then you just leave the city the day before. But still, media week, that's, that's going to be fun. And Miami. Oh, bienvenidos a Miami. Smoke a cigar. Ooh. Gonna eat a sandwich with pork in it. Hell yeah. A Cubano. I don't know what that is. Cuban. Hey, that's Andy Sell, butt crack Andy from the Outtakes show that we posted over Christmas. (laughs) Hey, everybody. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Butt Crack and Nutsack in the morning. If you get on down to the divorced iguana by 9 p.m. tonight. Hit it, Brett. Hey. You know, the hardest part of this show for me is the first few minutes. Because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life. When all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. And that's why we call this segment This Week in Moi. Changed it for 2020. It's French now. Mm. It's about to get intense, which rhymes with French. Not really. In Justin some Trudeau respects. won an election recently. He did, yes. Still, well, I guess he's not French. His name is. Fade it out, Brett. That noise I was doing was a helicopter noise because he was, I don't know, earlier. That was fun. I haven't done that cutoff in a while, and now we're back at it. Yeah. Guess who's back? Back he, again. It's an Eminem reference, everybody. So how, how's there. everyone's new year going? This is an upbeat affair so far. <sighs> David Stern died. Oh, I know. Oh, 2016. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, David Stern's dead already. Kicking off the year. Me and Brett did an episode of the Conspiracy Podcast about the 85 NBA draft. I feel like you and I have done multiple podcasts about the 1985 NBA draft. Have we? I thought it was just one. Mm, I feel like maybe it was mentioned on another, like a a more general topic episode, and then we're like, oh, let's spin this off into its own pod. Yeah, that could have been. It's a really interesting episode. I can see that. Maybe I'll put it out for free at some point. It's a Patreon-only thing right now. I mean, he died. He de- yeah, yeah got to do something yeah, to so, celebrate. I mean, to so mo- now I got to put it out to yeah. celebrate the life. Wait, are we celebrating the life or are we? Well, the life, the part of his life where he rigged the '85 NBA draft to make sure Patrick Ewing went to the Knicks. He didn't do it personally. He just played an integral part. He banged <laughs> the envelope against the little the central axle. No, he didn't. He didn't bang the envelope. The guy that put the envelopes in banged the oh, envelope. He didn't bang them. But he when just- it's when they spin that tumbler around, David Stern's eyes are on that fucking card. So you're thinking witchcraft? No, probably telekinesis. The mob. The mob. Oh, yeah, it's they bent the, the card so he would know which one to pull. They bent the card that had the Knicks in it. Okay. First time they did cards instead of balls. Anyway, we are talking about sports today, sorta. Don't turn the podcast off if you're not a sports fan. 
Because this isn't really about It's mostly sports. about like cults. It's about cults. It's about hate crimes. It's about men's rights activists. It's about former Green Bay Packers linebacker Kabir Gabaja Biamila. The G is silent. Is it? It's just Kabir Baja Biamila. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, some might know his fine. brother, Akbar Baja Biamila, as one of the co-hosts of American Ninja Warrior, as seen on, you know, you probably watch it like when you're at a hotel or something like that. You're like, yeah. Oh, no, it's like, I'm either watching Shark Tank or American Ninja Warrior. Shark Tank for me. Mm-hmm. I mix it up. I don't watch either in my normal life, but if I'm at a hotel, just... I'll watch as much Ninja Warrior and Shark Tank as possible. Is that show still on? Which one? American Ninja Warrior. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Like, it's it's had a, a entire life cycles of people who've become incredibly famous and, like, then retired from the sport for being too old or whatever. But wow. we're talking about Kabir Bajabimala, <laughs> not Akbar. Bajabimala. Not Akbar, who threw out one of the worst first pitches in Major League Baseball history. Go look it up sometime. But we're talking about his older brother, Kabir. Former Green Bay Packer, I as a Bears fan and Andy as a Bears fan were mm-hmm. subjected to this man's on-field shenanigans for years. And I feel like we're the real victims here. I do feel like at the end of this, it's going to be us who cry. Yeah. yeah. For once, Green Bay Packer fans need something good in their lives. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Finally. Something, Finally. Something breaks their way. Not sneaking into an, a two-seed in a bye week. With a team that uh, of questionable quality <laughs> this year, no, we need to we need to apologize for what happens to Kabir Baja Biamela. We do well, or he does probably. He probably <laughs> needs to apologize. Oh, hey, before I get started though, I forgot to do a thing. Shout out to our fifty dollars subscribers: Homerostasis, Ann Bankson, Jesus Cisneros, Macias, Rebecca Stewart, and Kaisel Borski. Cool. Thank you. We're coming up on an all homerostasis <laughs> block here at Butts, Butt Crack and Nutsack. <laughs> I don't know. Homerostasis sounds like a new metal band. A little bit, yeah. yeah. So, Kabir Baja Biamila. The G is silent, Brett. Write it down. He was involved in this bizarre as shit incident on you, you December. You just texted me like three days ago. You're like, did you see what happened to Kabir Baja Biamila? <laughs> and I'm like, no. I had not. in. I didn't realize until after I texted you that that story was like a week old and I hadn't heard shit about it, probably because of the holidays and things. But it's an absolute, this is, it really is a a completely bonkers story that, other than like one of the main characters in it, having been a former NFL player, has nothing to do with sports. It's, but it's just, it's so interesting and crazy. It's it's like Safdie Brothers level shit. Oh my God. Yes. It's, I don't know what that is. I would watch this. Good time. Good time. Uncut Gems. Uh, Robert Pattinson playing KGB. Uncut Gems, I liked a whole lot. So here's the headline from the the story that I sent Brett. Two brothers of Kabir Baja Biamila charged after bringing guns to Christmas concert. And I was immediately caught off guard. I'll link to this on the website so everyone else can have the same experience. The brothers in question (laughs) do not bear much of a similarity to... Mr. Green Bay Packers, <laughs> great lot, KGB. No. There's not a lot of... Also, a guy famous for having a brother. Like... Right. His brother hosts... A t- his brother is probably more famous than he is and more successful than he is because his brother hosts... So you have you have a, a mental picture in your mind when yeah. you go into an article about this guy and the headline says, Two Brothers. And the, the thumbnail on the article is basically central casting your idea of like, all right, we need to we need to cast two guys who played brothers who like are on meth and like they try to like they try to beat up the hero and they have like a rusted old pickup truck and they stop the hero and they're like, give us your money, man. That's what these guys. I honestly think that they there's another article with photos of them where you look at them and it's like, oh, these guys are mass shooters. Like these guys yeah. look yes. like they, they're wearing the wireframe glasses. They, that's always a dead giveaway. That's why I wear the hard frames. Oh yeah. Oh uh, sure. Yeah. So you can get away with your mass shootings. No yeah. one will see it coming. Yeah. Oh, he's wow, just he no. just works at a record store. <laughs> he's not going to shoot that. The yeah, they look like. Like they're casting for an Oklahoma City bombing movie, and they both they they were these were the two top callbacks for Timothy McVeigh. Yeah, 
the guy uh, on the left, especially, it looks like yeah. part of the the call well, said the guy, we, we need a Connor the, McSpadden. Type. The guy on the left, <laughs> the guy on the left was called back. <laughs> the guy on the left was called back because the director really wanted to go for authenticity. The guy on the right was called back because the producers wanted to sex it up a little bit. The guy on the right was called back because he actually brought a gun to the. <laughs> Audition probably. They saw what a, we're getting at is they don't look like. Do not have the, the same Turner skin Diaries. tone as the Bajabia Miller. He came in and didn't read the sides. He just started reading from the Turner Diaries. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, they, and that, that's, that's the thing too. They are both very, very white, super duper white, which becomes pretty interesting later in the story. Also, again, the headline of the article is brothers, Two brothers, of. Of. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But they did put brothers in quotes in the oh. headline. Uh, the the two men in question, Ryan DeSmith, 24, and Jordan Salmi. Tw- or Ryan DeSmith is 22, Jordan Salmi, 24, uh, if you're keeping score at home. They were arrested in each charge with carrying a concealed weapon, obstruction, obstructing an officer, and disorderly conduct. We've already talked about the fact that, that they are not his brothers, but what's interesting about them being arrested for all this, it happened at a school. A kid's Christmas presentation is where these two were arrested with all of these guns. It's a private school, though, right? It's a Christian, Christian school. Christian school, yeah. And in a move that I would argue is contrary. None of that matters. I mean, a school is a school as far as bringing guns there is, is concerned. Like, I don't know why I made the distinction there. No, There's the actually floor, you know an I mean? interview with him where... He Kabir? Yes. Oh, God. In the Green Bay Press Gazette that we'll talk about a little more later. But in that, he suggests that while... Because at one point, he was like one of the heads of this school. And it's called Providence School. Mm-hmm. And he suggests that at one point when mass shootings were a big thing, he started this initiative where all of the teachers like learned to use guns and started bringing guns. And the interviewer reached this out has more layers than I yeah. thought it did, even knowing what was going on. But that's we're jumping ahead a little bit. Okay. But there is some speculation, at least he suggests it. And in the interview, they they did reach out to the school and they wouldn't comment on it, mm-hmm. which is always like, why won't you comment on whether or not your teachers carry guns for fuck's sake? Well, you can't give no that comment. information to the KGB. You can't give that. I mean, not to the yeah. cage. You can't give that information to the kids. Got to keep them on their toes about who's packing. Yeah. 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 True. True. Arm the kids, I say. <laughs> but uh, he is the one who asked these two to come to this presentation, which seems like an interesting thing for a parent to want to happen. Hey, my kids. Hey, my kids are at the school. Do you want to bring some guns there? Yeah. Or you yeah, want to bring sh- some heat? Yeah. Bring some heat. Please show up and bring some semi-automatic weapons, which is what they had, yep. and lots of clips. And uh, most importantly, neither of them had any kids at the school. This would have gone way better if he just used someone who I, had kids. This is again. At the I think it would have gone way better if he hadn't sent two guys who look like mass shooters to the school. That's a good point, also. You know, send send somebody that doesn't look like a guy looks like you yeah scruffy old beard yeah at least thick, make sure if you're gonna glasses, go with a white guy glasses if you're gonna go with a white guy they gotta at least have the thick thick frame glasses yeah you know yeah you would think yeah and so he sends these two to the school not to shoot children but to video this performance so so, so to shoot children. so to shoot children in some regards just not in a violence oh, kind of shoot way. shoot the children. Yeah. yeah. I thought you meant shoot the children. That should have been their defense. Like, oh, we just weren't sure what he meant. <laughs> he said, can you go shoot my kids at the school? And we didn't check. We didn't check. We didn't so we brought, we brought guns oh, and cameras. Oh, oh, oh. Didn't clarify. It's on him. Yeah. Still his fault. So uh, we finally reached the point where this story gets kind of crazy. Uh, we're going to, hey, um, Ryan, the other one, I need you guys to um, come and uh, tape the kids tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that officer is why we have all of this duct tape in our van. Right. Yeah. Yeah. See, there we go. (laughs) I got what you were doing. I I left. Shot it up. Do we have any any other synonyms for for film? I need (laughs) (laughs) Nothing that I'm feeling comfortable saying. That's why I brought this cellophane 
film to put over. Oh, something yeah. like that, maybe. That wasn't know. as good. Maybe yeah, you should it edit, wasn't. edit this out, Brett. Yeah, we should have probably. Ended I need that. you to go capture and immortalize <laughs> my children. <laughs> And officer, that's why we have this uh, all of this ritualistic gear. Yeah, that's why their hearts are in boxes <laughs> right now. Handcuffs. Sorry, <laughs> we didn't know what he meant. It's a religious thing. Yeah. <laughs> this is all a religious thing. Oh yeah. By the way, yeah. Twist. There is one of the the interesting twists here. Twist <laughs> is a couple hours before this incident happens. Kabir Bajabiamila. Goes on YouTube. He's got a flourishing YouTube. This is another mistake he makes. Channel. His YouTube channel in general is far out, man. <laughs> it is wild. It's a wild ride. I can only imagine. It is an MRA playground. Is it? How does it stand up to the Dorner Manifesto? It, it's like if the Dorner Manifesto started a TV network. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm in. It's uh, it's pretty intense. And he posts this video not long before this incident. Oh, typo there. Let me correct that. Boop. Uh, okay. (laughs) Wow. Wait, are you serious? Yeah. Literally that one thing makes this even crazier. Even crazier. Uh, but the title of this video, Ron Young from headmaster to slave master. And who's Ron Young? No, he is the headmaster at Providence School. Oh, no. This uh, Christmas presentation. I was going to say he makes surf apparel. (laughs) So (laughs) it does look like kind of a surf apparel name. Hours before the he the 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 shooter guys who didn't shoot anybody go to this concert. He posted a video on YouTube calling it the head of the school, a slave master. It is a 23 minute video oh, so you know it's thorough uh one of my favorite parts at one point really early in someone says i can't stick around for all this but i'm gonna stop by really quick and the video carries on long enough and green bay is small enough that you see that person show up in the background at his door and he just doesn't answer the door and then they leave. oh my god in the course of this video but definitely not the craziest part in this video, he goes on this rant about how he delivered a bill for $150,000. That's the typo I just fixed that yeah, cause before had was, everyone's jaws on the floor. It was 50000 Right. And now it's 150000 and that one typo changed everything. It ch- Things were one way. And then you typed in a one. And then everything changed. And now it's different. Now everything's different. So this bill was for $150,000 to a man named Ron Young, who we already discussed, headmaster of the school. Invoiced him. He invoiced him. (laughs) He did. And is this a, now is this for a 1099 or is he, I mean, he's not an employee. He's not W2. Well, changes in California on the first. Oh so yeah. He, he can't claim this as a, he can't claim this a anymore. Gig. Is this a gig? Yeah. It's uh, probably all a tax thing yeah, for him. You can't just take this receipt and write, uh, you know, extortion on it and like file that with his. You could try. You know? I mean, the IRS is backed up. They can't check everything. Okay. It's like cargo containers coming in to ports of entry they check like 20 percent, if that Hmm. so he might get away with it i fly under the radar but his problem with ron young is that they are going to use kabir baja biamila's children in a christmas presentation and his argument is basically that well my kids are my property and if you're going to use my property as part of your presentation then you have to reimburse me. And now here's where the math gets interesting because... Oh, oh yes. This just dawned lots, on me. Lots of interesting stuff here. Uh, he mentions that he needs $150,000 because they're using his two kids. How does this split up? Is it 75 k Well, here we go. Head? Here we go. Yeah, is one of them Justin Bieber? Is one of them worth more? <laughs> like, if I wanted one kid, would it be 50000 versus Well, that's that's what other? I'm building up to. Okay. He Sorry. mentions that this invoice is for $150,000 because it's for his two sons. And then later he mentions, oh, you also used my daughter in one of your presentations. So now you owe me $200,000. Oh, whoa. So the, the daughter you can book for fifty k, oh, but the boys no. 75000 hey, each. If a, anything, she is, has the sweetest voice of the three. It is definitely. <laughs> look, it's, it's 2020, gang. It is time that... a. a that a girl child being considered property 
demand the same pay as a boy child who is considered property. So, yeah, he kind of has a point. Kind of, kind of, like if you st- like, if, very, if, very. If loose I was, point. I was like really into not being Christian, and my kids went to a Christian private school for some reason, and they wanted my kids to be in the the Christmas play, you know, with the manger and the songs and stuff. And I was really not about it. You could probably just call up the the head of the school and be like, you know, for religious reasons, I would really prefer like not to have my kids participate right. in it. Um, not. Yo, you can have my kids, but that's going to be two fifty large, <laughs> right? <laughs> and in his case, and if not, I'm going to bring I'm going to bring some like uh, like henchmen from a from a gonna crime s- movie. Going to send the goons <laughs> to shoot the yeah. kids or shoot the kids. I don't know which one. It's it's the kind of thing where it's like if he would just say that they are workers, <laughs> that his kids are are labor, and therefore should earn money instead of the like they're my property and you owe me money because also here's the thing if anyone is going if anyone is going to this christmas program because of the marquee value of his kids are they bringing that audience no is that, one is yeah. that i mean no of, one is, is going there a chance or is it because of his more successful older brother there or is brother? i like, as someone with lots of family in green bay or in wisconsin <laughs> i've lived in wisconsin no one's going to a fucking christmas presentation because kabir baja biamilla's kids are in so it's not like the jacksons yeah, it's or, not like people don't like the Packers that fucking much. Well, but much. do they like do they like American Ninja Warrior that much? <laughs> this are they is not like, even him? Are they like his nephews are in this show? No. Okay, so I'm just saying. And, look, and here, if I and can, his niece, if she's I not can, as good. <laughs> if I can push back on yeah. both of your points, uh, one, if you object to the kids being in this Christmas presentation on religious grounds. Your problem is what school they're enrolled in. They're enrolled in a Christian school. Well, yeah, I mean, so yeah. if you pull them out of that situation, they're not going to be in this program in the first place. And regarding your point, there are multiple ways to teach things. <laughs> no, I'm making a, a an are, actual are, point. I know there are multiple ways to teach things, and if you're trying to teach this aspect of the Bible to kids. At a Christian school, having them participate in this fucking program is probably an easy way to do it. And to think of them as, oh, well, they're workers. That's I'm stretching. Going was, super on. soft was, on this fucking uh, yeah, guy. Well, no, I'm. <laughs> I don't think we actually support. No, I, 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 I'm going to look. Spoiler: I didn't mean that. <laughs> you meant it. <laughs> You are on his side. I'm just saying, like, you know, <laughs> the contract negotiations here. Like, you don't, you don't just say your kids are your. Pro- I mean, wh- kind of weird see. how somebody involved in uh, the football world would have a warped yeah. interpretation over ownership. Like, and yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and the the wife is a really important factor here because up until 2017, he was a. a pretty prominent figure in the green bay community he still is he was like a christian pastor he was a a pretty mainstream dude he was big for the few like he didn't have a very long career but he's in the packers hall of fame he's 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 no urlacher he popped off you know how many popped off and he has a he hasn't like an interesting backstory and name so people like remembered him more if his name was like gary johnson probably not you know how many uh, libertarian candidate Gary Johnson? I don't believe you should have driver's licenses. <laughs> you know how many career sacks you Kabir? should pay one hundred and fifty thousand to use children in a play. <laughs> you know how many career sacks he had? How many? Sixty nine. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, 69 sacks. And to celebrate those 69 sacks, if you get down to Coogan Sports Pub between the hours of 6 and 9, we will give you fuel tickets. <laughs> get on down, everybody. So, I, where the fuck were we? So, yeah, he, he makes this argument that the school owes him $150,000. The wife is really important in this. In 2017, they got divorced. Oh. One of his previous scandals before this was in 2018, he posted on Facebook and compared the one-year anniversary of his wife leaving him to 9-11. I, I knew you were going there. <laughs> I knew I knew that those were the words that were going to be coming out there. I knew 
Wow. And we'll read a quote from him later about his wife leaving that makes this part pretty clear. But it seems like what happened is he, as the years went on, went from being a Christian pastor, a fixture of the community, and uh, slowly developed into this guy that he is now. How slowly? And eventually his wife was like, "Mm, this is too much. I'll leave my kids with you, though. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's another wrinkle in all think, do you they think did get into a very good school <laughs> do you think there's going to be another custody hearing after this that's my question well see that's the whole thing all of this talk about his kids and how important they are to him and how they're his property he hasn't seen them in two years right he hasn't seen them in two years and that's oh i thought he was like taking them to school every day no and, no. no so he's like from afar, like oh, that kid's worth seventy five. You know, yeah, seventy five. Yeah. The daughters. He talks Wait, about how do I fill out this invoice? I can't remember their names. <laughs> At one point in this video, he says he saw his daughter the other day, and then he says she was like walking to the bathroom or something. So he didn't like see his daughter. He like spotted her from afar. Yeah. It was like, hey, saw my kid today. Man. Woo! Write it down. Yeah. That counts. So, and the wife in their divorce decree has say over where the kids go to school and all that shit. And his argument for why she shouldn't be able to send them to this school, if you don't know all the details, it, it's it's easy to go, well, yeah, if you object on religious grounds, you should be able to, to say your kids shouldn't go to that school. But it's not like he's like, let the kids decide when they're old enough no, to figure it out on their no. own. He is a f- fundamentalist Christian. Yeah, well, he's he, we get into this, I think, later, right? The, he's like a literal interpretation guy. Right. And that's the thing is right there, red flag. Like, anyone who uses the words literal, literal interpretation in regards to a holy text is like, hmm. That's why you shouldn't, you shouldn't even be allowed to talk to kids. <laughs> that's what makes me so nervous about flat earthers is we laugh off flat yeah. earthers. But one, there's a whole... F- fucking bunch of them it's very much like a cult and the end game of that conspiracy theory is that we should be interpreting the bible literally yeah so it's it it seems like it's all fun and games until those motherfuckers become our government and we're living in some handmaid's tale and we're literally burning children and women yeah because this guy's views on women are oh i'm sure they're radical to say the (laughs) least uh should we listen to a little bit of this video at risk of me getting a bill for $150,000? It's not the bill I'm scared of. Are the kids the, in, are just this... the two boys in the video? No, this isn't okay. the video of the kids. This is. Oh, no, well, you said 150, so I was just doing the math. Oh, yeah, where, yeah. where we're going with this story, I'm not worried about getting a bill from anyone. <laughs> I'm like, I'm worried about other things. Like what? Reprisals. Yeah, but. I don't care. My name is my name is Jeff May. Yeah, yeah. I'm Jack O'Brien. I'm Vanessa Gonzalez. <laughs> All right, carrying on. Write that down, everybody at home. So let's listen to a little bit of this video, and just we'll let KBG KGB tell his KB. side of the story. So I gave him a bill. Hold on, pause. And uh, okay, already. Now, yep, already. Not- All right, commandment keepers. His he's wearing a shirt that says "Commandment Keepers." You may continue. Correct. <laughs> and the the room he's in, his home is Wisconsin as fuck. Yeah. As someone who visits there at Christmas regularly and spent a lot of years living there, there's there's that a is lot a of very room. Wisconsin house. There's like room to spread out and no style. Right. It's uh, it's a little bit of a nightmare. Here we go. Not going to pay for it. I say, well, why are you not going to pay for it? You don't if you think that my price for the use of my sons and daughter to be used in your Christmas program is too high, then don't put them in. But if you're going to put them in, then just compensate me. And so he says that our school, he, this is a classical Christian school. I heard it from Ron, Ron Young's mouth himself. He said our school is under the authority authority of Wisconsin, or if he didn't say Wisconsin, under the government, uh, the United States government. I said, I'm glad you said that. Let me read something to you here. Minister now, Red Pill is on his way over. Yeah, that's my favorite. Is yeah, the guy's name Just is like Minister I have Red Pill. Cars. I have Ishayas. I have sons, daughters, dogs, 
I have a Whoa. Uh, uh, house, land. I am the I am the owner. Those are all my property. Does it not say in Exodus in, in Exodus that uh, you should not thou should not covet your neighbor's what? Let me, let me read it for you guys. So you Please guys do. don't think I'm making this thing up. It up on I know iPhone. we live in this Western culture, and this Western culture wants to make you think. That using words like property is a bad thing. I have any shy. It's kind, kind of a bad thing. I think property is a very master. Western culture thing. There is no law yeah. against a man. Let me read something to you right here. Exodus 20. It says this. When you go into the Ten Commandments, it says, Thou shalt not covet your neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet your neighbor's wife. Thou shalt not covet your neighbor your, his maidservants, nor his men servants, nor his ox, nor his ass. Nor anything that is covet that ass are not my sons and daughters not mine. Is it not being coveted? Now my sons and daughter are being required to be a part of a Christmas program. It should. Am be, I not the priest of my home? That the, am I? Do I not have a say? Where my it's, sons and daughter can be. All right. It should be said that the school did compensate him for his ox and and his ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, kind of the the entire city of Green Bay has compensated him pretty handsomely because they own the team yeah yeah so and as you guys kind of said as the the video is going the guy who you mentioned before who in the chat was like yo i'm coming over kgb screen name was minister red pill minister red pills on his way he's finally he's like a he's a blend of the religious he's an interesting side uh, character all this yeah we (laughs) gotta write this movie oh my god this is when it ends and it's inevitable mass shooting yeah oh god i don't oh please don't I don't want that to happen. So he he goes on to call what's happening slavery. He's he's basically he doesn't imply that his kids are being enslaved. He says it outright. Very, oh, he's like, yeah, it's like this is slavery, and these are my slaves. Like he's not yeah, saying that slavery words, is yeah. wrong. He's like, he's like slavery exists. I am the master of these of these children who are my property. Um, and it's just like you kind of just used my labor without compensating me. It's not like, oh, this is slavery and this is wrong. It's like, yo, this is slavery and you owe me, you, you owe me two fifty. Yeah, yeah, like you owe me for yeah. use of of uh, my slaves. Yeah, yeah. It's it. God, it touches on a lot of like really delicate stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean it does, but it's he's I I don't believe that he believes what he's saying. Yeah, I, I think he's just angry at his wife. Yeah, yeah. And the thing about like he he not only calls it slavery, he also calls it a pagan ritual. So this isn't a non-religious person. No, 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 no. This is reacting yeah. to their kids being put in a religious situation. He wants his kids to be way more radically religious yeah, yeah, than absolutely. that school wants mm-hmm. them to be. So even if he's making somewhat of a point, maybe in some weird world, yeah. he still doesn't really have a point. Like yeah. it's still probably in the best interest of these kids that he not do this shit. Uh, yeah. I'm just thinking like, how rough must it be? Like, it's embarrassing when your parent like says, I love you in front of other kids. Like, can you imagine like being the kid at school who has to be like, ah, yeah, my uh. dad sent two gunmen. <laughs> To the Christmas play, my dad's brothers are here. Oh, really? Where? Where? Where are they? Oh, where's Akbar? <laughs> I love him. On a, well, our family watches Ninja Warrior together all the time. <laughs> oh, and instead, the motherfuckers from Duck Dynasty show up. What a goddamn bummer! And so, the I mentioned his divorce. He says it's because the reason it happened. She wouldn't follow Jesus the way he followed Jesus. So he became basically radicalized. Yeah. And the wife wasn't into it, so she left. Yeah. If the word Jesus is anywhere in your divorce papers and it's not the name of a side piece on either end. Yeah. Or one of your kids or something. Yeah. It's like, "Mm, this isn't. Yeah. This isn't. You guys should not have been. One of you should probably not be with anyone. It means your Jesus stuff took a turn. Yeah. Because you don't like. If you're that opposed to someone just being into Jesus, you're just not going to fuck with them at all. Like, you won't, wouldn't even yeah, date. No, yeah, God, no. Like, yeah. you can put up with someone being religious, but this is different. Yeah, this is This is way different than someone being devoutly religious. Granted, he's devoutly religious, just in a mighty dangerous way. Yeah. 
And if it seems like we're blowing the mighty dangerous way out of proportion, we'll get there. Don't yeah, worry. Will. Yeah, we will. Don't worry. So listen to this end bit. Uh, just this one uh, little bit of the video also. But I will get my my $200,000. You go ahead. You go ahead and you put them in there. I'm not going to stop you because I get paid. I'm not going to stop you. You don't have to call the police like you did last year. Last year, I told you not to do it. You didn't honor me. And I brought to you numbers 30 and told you I forbid it. And you said I need to go to the woman and get her permission. And you call yourself a Christian? There it is. Yep. Yep. Women are not allowed to question men in his version mm-hmm. of Christianity. My favorite thing too there is the logic of you called the don't call the cops this time. You did it last time and I told you not to, and that's a problem. The user on YouTube Yoga Yoga <laughs> says the father has right by rule of law. Which is actually kind of the opposite. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think when people, I mean, I don't know the, the details of this divorce. God's but, law. But, oh, never mind. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I didn't mean to. <laughs> Did I step on it? Oh. No, no, no. I was just saying, uh, no, like in a divorce, usually like the state was like, no, the mother gets the kid yeah, or the father yeah. gets it or the grandma gets the kid. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's what happened here. And he's got 50-50 custody. The house gets the kid. The ox gets the kid. Right. The ass gets the kid. (laughs) Ox. So (laughs) now let's let's listen to him bring it on home. This is kind of, I think, what. Oh, is this his big closer? Yeah. 11 o'clock number right here. I heard this one. I heard this one. Slays in Cincinnati. (laughs) Why are you not listening to me? I'm the father. But I know you don't listen to me. You don't listen to Yah. You don't listen to Yeshua HaMashiach. All you listen to is money. Well, guess what? You're going to pay for your trespass. You can't trespass and not pay. And if if I don't get things done here on this land, I promise you, you're going to have to answer to the most high. I promise you, you guys are going to pay for what you're doing. I'm going to do it according to the law of Yah, according to the law of uh, the United States, Wisconsin. I'm going to do it and I'm going to get compensated for the for the for the trespass you have. You need my permission to trespass. If you want to trespass on my property, you're going to have to compensate straight up. Ooh, yeah. And here's the thing. Even the part <laughs> about bringing guns into the, the school. Like in the, he did a follow up interview with the Green Bay Press Gazette, and he was like, "It is the law. There's, there's no, there's no sign saying I can't bring guns to the school." And that's the point where he says, "And also, when I was headmaster of the school, we kind of encouraged teachers to bring guns." And it seems like that might have been true. Who knows? But so that Ugh. that's he he ends up posting that video. And I would encourage, we're not going to get. Was that a passport he held? No, it was a, like a pocket It was constitution. the constitution, yeah. yeah. And I, like, we're not going to go through all the crazy ass quotes in his follow-up interview, but I'll link to it on the website so people can read it. It is a whirlwind of an interview. He, he sat with them for two and a half hours and they actually did a really good job of uh, questioning him on this shit. And one of the things they questioned him about was why, if the court said your wife or ex-wife has uh, the authority to, to send the kids to whatever school she wants, why, why do you think you get to overrule that? And his quote was, woman is to be submitted to the man. It's in the Bible. It's clear. Men have their role. Women have their role. So women were created for men. I can't submit to the woman. That's renouncing Jesus. Submitting to the wife would be a direct dishonor to Jesus because I wasn't created for the woman. I was created for him. Yikes. Check, please. Yeah, I, got, I don't even. That was a rough one. I, yeah. I, I want to. I don't. And that the interview is full of shit like that. Like it's it's him. Like every time they question him, he's just like, because God, man. God. Yeah, he just starts like just spewing off. It's like it's almost non sequitur stuff. He's just yeah, saying stuff. It's even. like, you know, well, well, in, in the law of like the true law of women have to has to be submitted to men. And it's like, well, that's not probably what the state of Wisconsin has to say. It's like none of that really applies here. So, yeah. And in that article, a couple of troubling connections are made. One, which shocking, but this is probably the least troubling of the two. Uh, it's been suggested that some of how he has uh, 
been behaving could be the result of a whole lot of blows to the head that he took as a linebacker in the the freewheeling 2000s NFL why when you just rub dirt on a concussion why I don't I don't I don't see that connection yeah I mean there's no <laughs> I, I I don't it would be a first yeah I mean I if just, an NFL player acted out in a strange way as a result of massive yeah, head never, trauma I've just never seen that yeah there is I mean I, anecdotally sure I mean <laughs> in a way this is interesting who knows there might be other cases of it but it's like this is the first guy who's like live streaming on YouTube this stuff like you don't you don't you hear stories or whatever someone passes away and their family will be like yeah he couldn't be in a room with light bulbs for the last 10 years (laughs) and uh, he couldn't go out to stores or anything because of the you know sensory you know it was so hard on him and he would get angry and drunk or or, take pills or whatever and you but you don't see that you're like oh this person died right but and this guy's like YouTube.com backslash me backslash record. This is hit it. Hit it, Brett. This isn't an injury. It's my superhero origin story. I got powers now. So I mean, it's not. I mean, it's sad, but but I mean, why wouldn't we be seeing more cases like this now that everyone? Fucking broadcast to the world from their phone, man. Satellite imagery. Yeah, I don't know. I mean. Catcher in the rye. Yeah. Right? Right. I didn't even think of that. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's... <laughs> that Aaron Hernandez documentary is coming out the oh, same week God, this goes be, up. That's going to be... A, mm. I'm interested to I'm gonna watch, watch that. I'm going to watch that in the Luca Magnata doc back-to-back. It's I hate that Luca fun. Magnata doc so much. I haven't watched it. I got a lot I of feelings watched, about... I watched the first hour of it. I did a I did a bunch of reading on it for an episode of Ghoul School, and that's the end of that. I got a lot of feelings on the idea that the group egged him on, and that that murder might not have happened without them. And my feelings are that that's probably correct. Mm. But anyway, I also hate that they treat that group like these fucking internet sleuths when the only thing interesting about the crime was that they were like investigating it on the side. It was a super sloppy murder. He got caught right away. Yeah. They didn't need it anyway. Edit that out, Brett. Okay. So, <laughs> the yeah, the the head trauma thing, I, I mean, I guess it's worth exploring, but he, he laughs it off. But what's he going to say? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, these yeah. injuries have, have, have uh, now a part of my brain that isn't supposed to touch this other part of my brain now touches that part of my brain. And, um, you know, it's a whole delusion. So, we're having fun. I, He's not going to say that. I honestly... And I think I said this on an episode of Unpops at one point, but if not, let me say it now because I 100% mean it. If you suffer any kind of traumatic head injury, you should be monitored by the state for the rest of your life. Like the, the link between traumatic head injury and violence in the future is fucking off the charts. Look into all the serial killers who also suffered some sort of traumatic traumatic brain injury as a child. That shit needs to be monitored. And I know we're like, you know, yeah, it's a little draconian. Not real like like, like providing not, services and resources is one thing. Like I'm all for that. Right, but it I don't should think be, they should all be tagged with like a surveillance detail at all. No, times. but it wouldn't it wouldn't be the worst thing if you had to check in every once in a while and make sure shit wasn't spinning out of control. Cause yeah, imagine like maybe in like early December, they're like, "Hey, Kabir, how you doing, man? You had a job where you got hit in the head every fucking day." He's like, "Ah, you know what, man? I'm thinking that my wife is the same <laughs> as my ox, and my kids are the same as my ass. Not my ass, but my donkey. And these and, two guys are my brothers. And these two, <laughs> these two twenty-one-year-old white meth addicts are my brothers. This is Ryan Bajapiamila. I kind of want to bring a bunch of guns to a Christmas concert. <laughs> <laughs> they would have been like, "No, don't do that." Yeah, that w- it would have been. Here's some. Here's some pills. Let's talk about your feelings for a minute. I mean, outreach is is usually the most effective deterrent to things like I'm I'm, I'm all for that. Yeah, but outreach. Yeah, uh, who knows? Uh, But also, the really troubling connection. The reason people keep calling him a cult leader, and he's not even the leader of the church he's a part of, so Mm -hmm. he's not a cult leader. He's just in a cult. Uh, They are an offshoot of the Black Hebrew Israelites. Mm -hmm. 
And if you've been keeping track of the absurd uptick in hate crimes against Jewish people in New York right now, a lot of those crimes are being carried out by people who at least call themselves the black ex- yeah, the Hebrew ex- Israelites. The extremist wings of the black Hebrew Israelites. Like... The black. I don't. I mean, like I, uh, I read. I read stuff look, online. Look, I get and it. Like, I, I fucking the get it. I, I get it. People like. I know we're on the left, and we want to kid gloves this shit. Yeah. But I don't think there's a non-radical faction of the black Hebrew Israelites. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I, it's it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, we, we're getting. If into anything, a lot of, he argues that his offshoot of it is the non-radical uh, one. Yeah, which is it's scary. And if you um, heard the beginning of this podcast, they brought a bunch of guns to a Christmas concert. Yeah, they sure did. Because I feel like, you, even to a degree, yeah, the non-radical ones, even the non-radical ones maybe, are the guys at Hollywood Boulevard with the big signs that are like, abortion was invented by the KKK and shit like that, where it's like, yikes. Can we yeah. dive into the black Hebrew Israelites a bit? Because I actually don't really know much about... Well, they're um, a... The the black Hebrew Israelites... Like Sammy uh, Davis Jr.? No, no, that's he's a that's so there's a there's a distinction between black Hebrew Israelites and uh, black Jewish people. Yeah, this is this is from that article. Baja Biamila went on to say that his group, like the black Hebrew Israelites, believes that dark skinned people are directly in the line of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob and that white people are not. But the black Hebrew Israelites believe only those who are direct blood descendants are headed to salvation Whereas straightway followers, that's the name of his church, straightway truth ministries, believe anybody who embraces their belief system is an Israelite. Baja Biamila said, that's why the group has many white members, including the two men who were arrested well, at nice. the Christmas Inclusivity, pageant. you know, Inclusivity racial harmony, matters. racial yeah. harmony. I like that. What was on, on our pod many years ago when we were at a website.com, there was like some sort of sect of people who like believed that they were like blood descendants of somebody and um i i don't have enough recollection. i don't remember yeah uh, sorry well the the thing about this group is they're super duper anti-semitic yeah like and and that's a thing i'll link to another i was reading a vox article right before we started recording this that there are non-anti-semitic black hebrew israelites but they're like the, the name them like like the the tenets of what they believe is anti-Semitic. Yeah, it's it's like saying, oh, there's non-radical facets of Nation of Islam. Yeah, like Method Man, but like the Nation of Islam. <laughs> I, don't know, is, I think Method Man is pretty radical. Nation of Islam is anti-Semitic as shit, yeah, yeah. and it's it's kind of troubling how uh, how much acceptance Louis Farrakhan gets yeah. on the mm-hmm. left when he is openly anti-semitic and black hebrew israelites and the nation of islam when it comes to jewish people their beliefs aren't that fucking Mm -hmm. different and it's uh it's it's dangerous yeah obviously but it's also a thing that it seems like i know we say stuff like this all the time but when it comes to these hate crimes that are happening right now in new york it really does seem like a thing that's not getting it's not getting a it's ton not, of attention it's not getting a ton of attention because it doesn't fit that clean narrative on either side you know it's it, it's a complex thing with a lot of moving parts and so you're not having you know it's like no one on the right is pointing it out because it's like oh well it, you know we're anti-Semitic, so whatever. And no one on the left is pointing it out because it's like, oh, they're anti-Semitic, but they're not white. Ooh, right. This doesn't. And I do kind of feel like that's what it is because I'm seeing, yeah. like, especially from all the, the people who are most vocal on Twitter on the left, like, I'm hearing about this stuff from people who are Jewish. Like, they seem mm-hmm. upset and concerned about it, but a lot of, like, media outlets not only aren't paying attention to it or if they do they kind of make it seem like orthodox jews are the problem like there there were uh there have been like i'll link to the article i was just reading it beforehand but there was a councilwoman in new jersey who after these uh i think the hanukkah is that the machete stabbing, guy with the machete yeah, yeah. uh she was like well, where was all this outrage when Jewish people came to our neighborhoods and forced us to sell them our homes? And someone like reached out to her superior for a comment. And he was like, 
Yeah, I mean, I support her. I feel like this is a good time to talk honestly about what might have led to this. And it's like, you want to talk honestly about what led to children at a Hebrew school getting targeted by shooters? Yeah. Like, you want to blame that on Jewish people? That's fucking insane. Yeah. But it, like, it's what's happening, and it, it like, normalizes this shit. And it's 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 concerning to me because, like, take Kabir Baja Biamila, for example. He's got, like, 6,000 followers on YouTube. That's not that many. But how many Kabir Baja Biamilas are there? And how many followers do they yeah, have? This is this is where this is where it's frightening. And you know, it's like, the same thing with like the Venn diagram between black Hebrew Israelites and flat earthers, I guarantee you, is almost a fucking circle. Mm-hmm. Like and and what's concerning about them both is that the end game for them is a very strict interpretation of the Bible. And it seems like just small groups now, but as these groups gain more power and start to fucking coalesce into a thing, that's how you wake up one day and your government is flat earthers now. And women can't have jobs or bank accounts because women have well, well, no you're rights. you give an ox a bank, a bank account? Yeah, well, and that's I mean, ridiculous. Would you give a kid a bank account? <laughs> His horns are too long. He can't even get to the ATM. <laughs> he can use the ATM with his horns. Oh, no, okay, well, now you're being. Now you're. Now you're just. Now you're, now you're just making fun you of me. Are, you're renouncing. Now Christ. I'm being the racist. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like stuff like this, like even like initially, I kind of approached this as, oh, this is a weird, funny story, but it's it's not. not no, it's not. Like it's it's not funny at all. And people are getting radicalized in this manner, not even necessarily just black Hebrew Israelites, but like the flat earth stuff. Also, there's just this big movement toward uh, one really strictly interpreting the Bible and two just kind of a general mistrust of science. Well, there's a and history, but there's also like the idea of like, you know, people who are isolated or marginalized, finding a sense of community and identity within a very specific community. It's like everybody's everybody's separating even further, you know? I mean, it's Gamergate, Comicsgate, like that kind of shit. There's this like, and it's all over the place, I think, with people being like, well, you know, ma- they, what we consider to be mainstream society is now not just what's the norm because there is no more norm. It's the idea of like anyone who's not in my very particular tribe, you right. know, it's it, it, it. They are all the other. And it's there's a lot of it going around. And it's like it, it plays on things like, you know, alienation and margin, because that's how white supremacists recruit. You know, that's how the the hate groups have always recruited is by giving you a, a big by giving isolated people a sense of community. But like it's also now in stuff like this, it's playing on other things that are like truth that we know to be true. Like the story, we didn't get into this. But when he was uh, when he showed up on the scene at the Christmas pageant, the cops were all over him like and they made this thing about him glancing at the weapon and that right there pay you know plays into tropes about that's the cop's excuse always when they shoot an unarmed black man is he was going to make a play for my gun and it's like that right there is a that's a racist truth that we know right and it, it it might be true of this guy too that that's what was going on but it doesn't it doesn't make kgb the good guy there's still like he's still wrong right and it's but yeah there's these these tropes involved and it, it like i don't know i don't know where i was going with that i completely uh guys come on down to the divorced iguana <laughs> tonight where we're giving away tickets to god smack opening act homerostasis <laughs> Homerostasis, you got much more than your fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah, you can Venmo butt crack Andy fifty dollars. <laughs> so yeah, this is uh, it's a concerning story, and it's it's just such a weird turn of events for an NFL player. Like I, I can't think of another post sports career. This is up here, up there with like Jake Plummer becoming a world class handball player. Just buy a buy a car dealership like everybody else. <laughs> Come on, Jake man. Plummer was always nice to me when he came into the Continental Theater. Jake Plummer was—he seems like a cool dude. Yeah. yeah, he like retired to Montana now. He just like rides horses and stuff. Whatever. He got like just. Let's get KGB a horse. He's probably got a horse. He's, oh, a, yeah. he's got it's, an ox. He's, he's got a. St- he's got some. Yeah, he's got a horse. He's got an ox for sure. He's got obviously a horse. that's the first animal you get. Yeah, you get an ox right up front. 
No, I think you get a horse. You get a horse. Then a you horse? Get the oh, yeah. Because yeah. you take the horse into town. Yeah, it's like Scarface trade. said. First you get the horse, then you get the ox, then you get the power. Right, right. Wasn't over, that over your wife because Christ commands it? That was from Juice, right? Speaking of Juice, uh, the rapper Da Baby was arrested today for stealing like eighty dollars in a phone and credit cards from like a concert promoter he was beating the shit out of, <laughs> and also doused him with apple juice. <laughs> now he probably had good cause. Because yeah, like concert promoters that, are like the landlords yeah, of the, music. The concert promoter shorted him 10k on a concert. On a- well, you got to take his fucking debit cards and douse him with apple juice. Well, yeah. Yeah, I see no other way out of that. Yeah, there's yeah. not. What are you going to do? Give him a bill for 150 thousand dollars? The wall at that point. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? Make a YouTube video for <laughs> Minister Red Pill? Yeah, I I hope Minister Red Pill eventually got in. I hope Minister Red Pill forgives us. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, we're just. I don't just want speculating. anything to do with Minister Red Pill. <laughs> yeah, 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 not really. So who knows? This is an interesting story. We'll we'll follow it, but also uh, pay attention to what's happening in New York right now. It's someone needs to be angry about it, and uh, yeah. there there need to be some some questions about why it's fucking happening now. Yeah, because it is Yay. silence, yeah, silence that like, will end I up being know. edited out. I just, uh, it's like one of those stories where it's like, yeah, we're fucked all over. It feels that way. Yeah. It's been a really upbeat season so far on the <laughs> Unpops Network. We did, yeah. a, did a Things to Look Forward to episode last week that was... In 2020? Yeah. Mm. Not a lot. The Olympics. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, come on. Gretel and Hansel by Oz Perkins is coming out. That's going to be good. Oh, yeah, maybe. Wonder I, Woman. I don't even know. Oh. 1984. Yeah, I don't sure. Care. Anything? Fine. Nothing? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Why there not? are no Star Wars movies coming out this year. No. Oh, so that's fine. that's why we're going to end it then. That's fine. You know? Yeah. yeah. Trilogy's over. So's life. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Final season of The Good Place picks up again pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. The show was good for a season. Mm-hmm. Uh, all good, right. Good Bef- riddance. Final Expanse book is coming out. Sorry. <laughs> Before we get out of here, shout out to our $25 subscribers. Foster Wolf, Andrew McGuire, T. Cooks, and Ryan Borey, Eddie Barron, 5X Espinosa, Chaz Chitwood, Mike Ski, the ghost of Dave Thomas, Nolan McLean, Shelly, DJ West, Katie Rimmer, Reby, Kelly Stanaway, Teresa H. Christ, Carson Tuttle, Danny W., A.J. Lindbergh, and Jennifer Fendel. Can you scroll back up? That's right. Can you scroll back up one more? 10.30 on tonight at the Divorced Iguana, DJ West will be spinning and Foster Wolf will be playing a cover (laughs) set. I was going to say that these people needed to pay an extra $25 to get that. Oh yeah. Well, these are these- that butt crack treatment, and look at it. You, you yeah. gave him full okay. crack. Listen, listen here, Andrew McGuire. You have now been given the butt crack treatment, uh, and so you're gonna need. Did to you send even me- say his name? No, but that's not the point. The point is, it's Christmas, and he owes me one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. It's January. Butt crack, Andy, is my property. It's January third. It's look in my religion Christmas. Let me tell you something about the butt crack. It's Christmas 365 days a year. Ow! What about the quarter day? I don't know what that is. Leap day. 365 and one quarter days. Oh a year. yeah, because of that. I tell you, my religion doesn't recognize <laughs> daylight savings time. <laughs> it's always dark where I am. Butt crack, Andy. In the mornings, deep in the butt crack. <laughs> Oh, I get up at the butt crack of dawn. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't, that was dumb. I shouldn't have even said that one. We're, I, I get up at the of, me of dawn. Yeah. I, I swear we'll do some more uh, just straight up unpopular opinion episodes soon. So if you're out there listening to this, send us your opinions at opinions at unpops.com. Oh. And maybe we'll share one on the show. You can also send me a letter. No. At 3727 West Magnolia Boulevard, number 1505, Burbank, California, 91505. Send it to Unpops or Adam Todd Brown. I'll get it. I don't live there. Don't show up. You'll be very disappointed. Although the gentleman who works the counter is very nice. Uh, And uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Todd Brown, Todd with one D. Andy, what do you got to plug? Come on down to the divorced iguana. (laughs) I got, I look, I don't know. The divorced iguana is a good name it's for a, a, like bar. it's a happening place here yeah. in fresno um, <laughs> i 
I got nothing. I got nothing. I, I'm, uh, you know, n- new episodes of Ghoul School are on their way. That's about it. As far as I know, I don't think I have any big shows or anything coming up. <laughs> podcast Supernova. Oh, yeah. Podcast <laughs> Supernova. Hell yeah. Jesus. Listen to the, are that you, went, are you that okay? went down the wrong pipe. Are you okay? I'm fine. Okay. Brett, do you have anything to plug? Follow me on Twitter at Brett Raider. There was a new episode of Hey Julie recently I saw. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we might do, we might cover The Circle on Netflix, but. What's The evolved. Circle? It's some new reality show on Netflix. They're doing like four episodes at a time. Uh, it's like Big Brother, like a bunch of people in a house, but like they're all in separate. They're all in separate but rooms. But the house is a circle. Kind What's going to happen? <laughs> they're all in separate rooms and they communicate with each other via a social network called The Circle. And at so the it's beginning just like, of the game it's when just they like set living up the, with roommates. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, but they don't they don't physically communicate with each other. I so it's like living with so roommates. Yeah, but when they set up the, at the beginning of the game they set up the profile and they can sort of like create their own avatar, their own character. So you're you don't know if you're necessarily communicating with like a tall blonde man or a, you know like so so it's like the voice meets the real world yeah meets meets, the meets Big Brother meets yeah there's like because it's like a it's like a vote people off every week sort of thing too so I don't know uh, sounds sounds like a lot sounds cool yeah, yeah I love it I'm so, <laughs> I'm so into it I haven't seen it it's been out for a few days I haven't watched a single episode all right. Let's get the fuck out of here so butt crack Andy can go celebrate Christmas. Andy, say goodbye. Goodbye. Oops, I came. <laughs> Brett, say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Oops, we came. 